Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly supported by Smithix. Try a pint of Smithix and experience the indescribable deliciousness for yourself. Enjoy responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie. Would you like to come and stall it? Ah, will you just stall it, look? I'd like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and bleed and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for a crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you doing? Uh, welcome to the Staller Podcast. Darren, welcome to the Staller Podcast. Thanks, it's great to have you. Cheers. Thanks a lot. Um, am I a guest this week? Uh, no, we actually have a guest this week and it's the wonderful Justine Stafford. Oh, lads, how are we? Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by Smithix. <sighs> On a day like today, oh, you'd have a rake of them. Oh, you huh? would. Horse them into you. A rake oh, of them. Yeah, a rake. That's a solid a measurement, isn't it? Mm. A rake. I've never had yeah. one of them helmets. You know the helmets where you put drinks into the helmets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And drink them? But you know when you do that? What? Visit drinkaware.ie to know all about responsible that's, drinking. That's, that's a good idea. This guy... This guy. He loves it's responsible not your drinking. He Absolutely. <laughs> all about it. Jesus, lads, I haven't seen you since we were all together with Kids. Marty Morrissey. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were partying with the Marty party. It was all happening. I was just red faced for the whole thing. I was so. Like, it was unbelievable seeing him in person. I know. Yeah. So like, is, is he real? Like, they say, don't meet your heroes. That was a pure incident of do meet your hero because he's yeah. everything you dreamed of mm. and more. I was fighting every ounce of being inside of me to not touch his face to see if he was real <laughs> I just want to feel that face I'm like that can't what do you think it feels like like a rhino's arse or something like it's just a, a real tough, tough. skin yeah, oh, I would I say it's soft yeah. would you yeah yeah Marty's face is soft I would say so yeah uh, we were all at RTA's new season launch because mm-hmm. um, we have shows look well, at us well you have we're a show a, you have a show we didn't get a look in we just got dragged along we and just we, had we a were little... all yeah and we all have shows <laughs> <laughs> everyone has That's a show true. everyone has a show aren't we all great <laughs> I think we're great but I do think was that a dream was it all a dream was he actually it could have been a dream why was he talking to us really I wish I had his it? face <laughs> do you ever see that film face off that, yeah. yeah just like take his face and yeah. like That's swap it. if you could swip if you could swip, swip? <laughs> I wish I could swip I wish I, I, I love swipping swipping is my favourite activity <laughs> if you could swap face with anyone you would pick Marty Morrissey is that what you're saying 100% Marty or Morrissey. Pat Kenny Pat Kenny but would it actually look like Marty or would it look like Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Marty Morrissey's well if, face? if you'd done it the same as face off like they have all the technology to do that so in it looks that movie. just like him yeah mm. like the exact same who is that Nicolas Cage and who Nicholas Cage Travolta. and John Travolta, yeah. John Travolta, God, Two people I wouldn't want to face off with. <laughs> they, yeah. can, they can keep their skinny skin on their faces. I yeah. want his face off. <laughs> why does he want to look like him? What what is the premise of face off? What's why is John Travolta trying to scalp uh Nicholas Cage? I can't remember. It's a freaky Friday <laughs> situation. <laughs> you, just, you just watch it. <laughs> but yeah, we're sitting here with Justine Stafford and the last time we were chatting was Partying with Marty Morrissey. Yeah. It's a bizarre. It's a bizarre. What thing. a world to be in. And then we got handed a bar of chocolate with Marty wheeling on it. I was like, really? We're going in with all the Martys. Yeah. There's too much at once. Tell me, what is this now? Number 62. This is the only formatted part of this. And it's it's only be, become a recent development. Oh my God. 1962, yeah? Go on. Some year. I'll tell you. It was a good year. Will I fill it in? Tell me. Speaking of Marilyn Monroe, in 1962, 1962 is the year she serenaded, serenades uh, President Kennedy on his birthday. Happy, no, happy birthday, 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 Mr. President. Smithers. Yeah, that was a better one, actually. Yeah. Um, here's one that I personally like. Um, Can we go back to the Marilyn Monroe thing real quick? Yeah. How awkward must that have been for yeah. JFK? <laughs> trying to hide the fact that he's having an affair and she's like sitting on his lap saying happy birthday. You'd be like, get the fuck off of me. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, Marilyn? Get off of me. Sorry, go on, go on. Cool. I just, <laughs> no, but you're dead, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, Jesus, yeah. play a kill, Marilyn. Listen to me now. Listen to me. Listen to me. Do you want to know a few celebrities Pay born? to me. Yes. Wait, do you want to know a few celebrities born in 1962? Yeah. Yes. Here's one for you. Garth Brooks. Oh. oh. 
relevant. Yeah. yeah. Good man. Bang. Brooks. Yeah. yeah. Tom Krills. Tommy Ooh. Boy. Yeah. Oh, that's old. Steve Carell. No okay. way. These people are all the same age. Yeah. <laughs> no. What? I know. That's so weird. That's crazy. Three of those people I, I would have never put Jim Carrey. Whoa, this is getting yeah, crazy. It's a big year. This is a what fucking a big year. year. Big yeah. year for Some, comedy. Oh, yeah. Gareth Brooks, number one. <laughs> Cheryl Crow. <laughs> wow. You comedy don't impress a mere march. Uh, uh, uh. You got the looks, but have you. No, is that wrong? Keep going. You got, got the, the touch. touch, but have you got the looks? Touch. touch. Uh, don't, don't get, get me wrong. Now, right. Uh, how are you doing anyway? Just staying Good, yeah. I mean, I'm still recovering from uh, EP, Electric which yeah. you guys did a show as well, um, and yeah. you witnessed me <laughs> discussing vabbing. Which can we talk? Yeah, about what that? is that? Can we talk about? Can we? I heard about this, and um, <laughs> I didn't get great detail on it. So, oh so my God. we were doing a podcast at EP, and uh, basically, I discussed with the guys and you. Th- Thing that's called vabbing. Now I kind of forgot that EP, and you do forget that kids are able to go to festivals, which I don't know how you guys feel about. First off, <laughs> kids at a festival—it's a bit—it's not right. Is well, it? there was a, a carnival there. Yeah, there's a kids area. Uh, you, you don't have to go to see the substantial male podcast where they talk about vabbing. That's an option. That's a choice. Yeah, that's a your decision. And that is a choice that one parent made and brought her child. And I will never ever erase from my memory the moment where she picked up her child like a rugby ball and ran out the door because okay, I... Okay, so describe Vabin. Okay. <laughs> so, well... <laughs> it's, um, it's basically... It's called vaginal dabbing. So it's basically using your vaginal fluids as a perfume to try and attract men. Jesus. <laughs> Does it work? Phal- like the pheromones and stuff like that. That's what they say. That's what science is debating. Okay. It's up for debate at the minute. Can you get it bottled? Well, I suppose if you tried hard enough, maybe. Yeah. But see, here's the thing. There's like, I was reading articles about it and there was girls being like, you know, men were falling at my feet when I did it. I'm like, yeah, they'd be falling at my feet because they'd be passing out from the knocked fumes. Yeah. They would literally be knocked out. What's that? <laughs> oh. What? what the? And you're like, <laughs> he loves me. He really loves me now. <laughs> I just can't get behind the concept of it because, yeah, exactly. I mean, I I don't know how that, scent would attract it would attract raw or like raw it would attract stray fishermen fishermen (laughs) stray cats that's what would be coming towards me people from bushes would exit the bush (laughs) that stay in bushes just waiting for their moments yeah oh my god I thought it was dabbing like fabbing dabbing vabbing so it's like yeah it's like down there doing a dab somehow like a dab which is queef really I don't know oh god Uh, it's all (laughs) dip dabbing (laughs) (laughs) double double dabbing oh my god so you are explaining this mm-hmm. in a live setting down yeah. at Electric Picnic mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> Derma, who was on the Substantial Meal podcast with yourself and Martin, uh, Dermot noticed that there was a woman, a child <laughs> with a child, yeah. a yeah. woman with a child in the audience listening to this. And he was like, oh, my God, I just realized that there's a child <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> But the best thing was that the mother was happily sitting there with the child. She would not have moved. Only Dermot drew attention to the fact yeah. that she was like, I suppose as a mother now, I probably should. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it was educational. Yeah, well, yeah. 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 I learned something. I did. That's the first time I ever heard of it. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I never want to hear about it again. I don't mind. You educated me. So there you go. Yeah. I don't think it child necessarily but yeah 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 it's educational yeah and again I just like Joe would you bring your kids to EP would you yes we're talking about that on the podcast down there and I I would bring well I wouldn't bring my kids because Jesus you just bring someone else's kids (laughs) that's mom I'm going to a lecture picnic (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah for just seeing kids on the way be like come on sneak is in there get in the bag Um, (laughs) three kids in a trench coat that is has that ever actually worked for anything though Oh, I'd love to try it yeah. as an adult. As an adult, it would be fun. Yeah, two six foot men. Two, yeah, sitting on on shoulders and trying to go into the cinema. <laughs> Go some height. Yeah. Go on, Big go man. ahead. <laughs> but you don't sit at the front. <laughs> oh, nightmare! Uh, what do I bring a child? To? I remember before I had kids, uh, I was in electric picnic and I seen a parent one of the nights playing with the kids and it looked so nice and peaceful and they looked like they were having a great time the parents were having a great time and I was like when I have kids fuck it I'm going to be a kill parent mm. and I'm going to do that but when you have kids you're like I don't ever want to see these kids yeah. these kids aren't I don't even want to bring them to the park fuck yeah. these kids <laughs> <God>. <laughs> I think no. everyone yeah has dreams of being a cool parent but I don't know is it possible is it 
Can you ever be? Because you know when you're a kid, and you're like, oh, I'm yeah. going to be different than my parents when I grow up. And then I'm like, I'm no, I wouldn't. I'm going to buy my kids' toys every day. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely would not. It's hard. Yeah. It's fucking exhausting. It's it. Our producer, um, our producer Owen is having another baby. Can I say that? Thumbs up. Yeah. yeah. Our producer Owen is having another baby, and oh, my heart breaks for him. Because he thinks it's going to be that bad. Be, oh, it's hard, man. Yeah. Do, you ever get, do you ever wake up in the morning and you get yourself dressed and you, you have some breakfast and you get ready for your day? You have to do that for someone else. Yeah. You have to do that for two other people. Oh, so if you yeah. get yourself yourself. dressed, another person, and another your person. Wife. Uh, well, she can get dressed herself. <laughs> Sometimes you just dress <laughs> so, her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're already doing that anyway. So. And they're screaming and you have to wipe that arse and everything. Like, it's just not, it's not, a, it's not, it's not fun. No. And to do that in an electric picnic. Oh, <gasps> I mean a tent down there The smell of a tent Oh is god awful. I never even thought about that It's really And then um, add a little Child in there Yeah I remember mm. one time Someone being like Walking through the tents and Like oh my god I'm after st- standing in dog shit And I was like There aren't dogs around here mate Yeah That's, <laughs> you just, That's someone's shit You're just, ste- you're just stepping <laughs> shit But you're constantly <laughs> Stepping in shit yeah, in life like, yeah. That's a metaphor isn't it yeah. really <laughs> Electric picnic is just a metaphor for life We're all just trudging through it mm. uh, Fighting away till the end And then at the end It's hell and then it's gone. Ultimate, gone. It's ultimate hell week at the end of it, and then you just like have to jump out of a plane. Yeah, which I couldn't do it. I'd, I'd be, I'd be gone in week one. Hell week. Yeah. Darren got asked to do hell week. Uh, yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Keep going with it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, now, why didn't you do it? I didn't do it because I'm so unfit, and <laughs> I am not the type of person that would go on hell week. But here's the thing: that I, is it like they have a team that? judge or is it the public because as a like someone from the public I would support you to the end because I'm like that is me represented on the screen yeah, yeah. because I'm that unfit I want yeah. someone who's like me doing the tasks maybe that's what they were going for then they were no, like well, let's, let's not, just get there and he's so, such a slob but is it is it down <laughs> it's not public voting then is it's, it not, not? it's not no. it's just like, it's just like it's can just, you hack it yeah. and then people drop out oh right and you have to, like I think they were just boxing the heads off each other one of the episodes. <laughs> what? They were just having bad? a boxing match <laughs> <laughs> next week on Hell Week. They fight <laughs> and they were to just, the death. They oh were just God. battering each other until they were like, "Oh, I, why the fuck am I doing this?" <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, I'll just stick to the paid partnerships on Instagram." <laughs> <laughs> Toy Toy Fleming. Uh, yeah, yeah. I seen a clip he posted on it. He's like, "Will you swim? Will you?" Or something. He's like, "I'm trying." Oh. Oh, and I was like, oh, poor Toy, where's yeah, Derry? Get Derry yeah. in here to help him. <laughs> oh no, that's, yeah, I, I see, I couldn't hack that. I'd be gone in week one. I wish, yeah. I'd be an absolute mess. Yeah. It's not even week one, it is a week. So it's, it's oh, like... Oh, it's a fu- okay, seven days. Yeah, if even, like, it's just constant, 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 constant hell. Oh, and it's just abuse. Yeah. You don't You don't go to the army and they say, drink your puke, and like, pick your puke up and stick it in your pockets. That's you don't. That doesn't happen in the army. I don't know what sort of training they say. Pick your poo up. This is preferred. Put it in a pocket instead. <laughs> Throw your poo at your friend. <laughs> That's like those. You know those American like you always see it in movies. The sorority oaks in colleges or stuff where it's initi- initiation that you have yes. to do yeah. this. Cra- it seems like that. Pay the house. Yeah. Which we never had in Ireland. Like going to DIT, yeah. there wasn't really much initiation you, for. You come with the dices. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, there's a phone party. Like that was the height of it. What's you the do, week? Do, What's yeah, the the week? Well, your freshers' week. Is it called freshers' week? Yeah, but the thing in our we never there are no like sororities. That's like within these huge colleges in America where yeah. there's like to be initiated as a member of this society. You have to go through this insane. Yeah, like the, the similar like drink your own pu- puke. I would well believe that's in some of them, which is insane. Sacrificing goats. Yeah, I was afraid going into second. Not sec- uh, yeah, secondary school mm. because they told me like they'd flush your head down a toilet <laughs> yeah. in fourth in four oh, year. That didn't happen once. No, no. I was actually kind of disappointed because mm. I was hyping myself up. I was like, if somebody comes for me, I'm gonna fight back. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to the gym and I'm everything. Stand up for myself. Himself. Were you going from like a small school into a big school? It would have been similar. It would have been similar. I went from yeah. like O'Connell's, which was a big enough primary, to Marino, which would have been a similar. Like how Secondary. many was in your primary school class? 20, 20 maybe, yeah. something, 24 20 maybe. Something. Wow, yeah. See, this is a comparison from coming from a rural middle of nowhere. Just like yourself we, and the teacher. <laughs> like there was one <laughs> class where that was the case. We had the biggest class the school had ever seen and that was 11 people. Wow. And there was 11 of us. And there was 10 initially and then 11, a guy moved in from another town. But like there was only 90 students in the whole school. 
90. You became a, 90. You became a comedian. And yeah, I mean, then we <laughs> moved into secondary school and that was like 300 in the whole school in total. There was 20 then, 24 in our class in secondary school. That was terrifying. Was it? Oh, absolutely terrifying. Especially when you come from... It's a big jump. It's a big jump. Like, honestly, you remember, do you remember, though, you're probably the same on your first day, you're like, I'm never going to find my way around here every day. It's so big. Mm. I'm never going the to... The fact you had lockers oh, was stop. weird. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. This is crazy. You had lockers. <laughs> yeah. We had lockers and like with obviously a key and a lock on <laughs> yeah, it and stuff lock. and your own number your yeah. own, like, yeah. you had to remember I was like I'm never going to remember my number for my locker oh my god did you not have a locker? I didn't have a locker no I just what? had a I had a bag that weighed about four ton oh yeah first year like I, I was walking around like a, like a total falling back like, there was no lockers there's no getting back up there was no lockers <laughs> bags on your back some kids went out that way they just, they're <laughs> still did. there now <laughs> There's a 40 year old man that's in the jacks and he can't get up. <laughs> He's just like, feed me. I just find it mad that there's no lo- there was no locker in your that's secondary school crazy. for your books. Like. Yeah. yeah. No. What? No. There was, Is the lockers in it now, would you say? I don't know now. I, I, I imagine now because yeah. I feel like it's inhumane to that's make it wrong. a young child wear a bag that, that heavy. Now that's fucking hell week. I think yeah. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hell five years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was hell half a decade. Mother of God, that's because that's, in primary school it reached a point where they had under all our chairs we had a basket that you'd put all your books in. Did you have that in, in primary school? In primary school I did, yeah. 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 And then our school flooded. And all the books, all the were, books in were Oh, yeah. no way. Did you wrap Destroyed. your books up in wallpaper? Yes. Did you? I'll get a second use out of them. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was good. Do you still that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In fourth year, in, in primary, in primary school, yeah. But like then, because then, yeah, in secondary school, they had like the book rental scheme or something. And then you're trying to be, you didn't want to be the one who only had their books covered in wallpaper because mm, you're yeah. just desperately trying to fit in. You're supposed to use the reverse side, just the white side to cover it, like, so that's facing outwards, yeah. But I remember my ma done it for me and it was actually the front of the wallpaper on the books. Oh. That's what mine was. As was well. it? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But everyone so like else had like wallpaper. just mm-hmm. the, the back of it as the front, you know, like the, right. the reverse of it. No, oh. my wanted everyone to see the, the lovely terracotta yeah. wallpaper <laughs> we had. Get it on display. Yeah. But but the thing with secondary school, like coming from a rural, very, very country primary school, you were mixed in with people from towns and stuff. So that like they were we were so innocent when we came in from our class and like there were girls that were like you know knew, knew how to use makeup and looked like amazing and I remember feeling very insecure and uh, I was very flat chested still am and I remember they were not and I remember being very insecure and talking to them one time in the bathroom and they're like just stuff your bra like it'll make them put tissue in there and make them look bigger but like I didn't realise they meant actual tissues and I had the you know the plastic packets of the mini tissues? The Kleenex? Yeah, you know the little mini ones? <laughs> I put them down my bra. <laughs> be like having five, five John Player Blue down there. Yeah, but literally I blue. put... Yeah, but I put them down thinking, I've, I've nailed it. They were square. Like, I mean, they were literally for three weeks they called me Rubik's boobs because they were like... <laughs> do, you, do, do you remember the Lara Craft PS1 game where she had like triangular it was that yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. it was that (laughs) essentially that worked that worked for some men (laughs) worked for me worked for me I'd be like check out their sharp tits on her (laughs) (laughs) she'd take your eye out but uh, what's up Kleenex (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's crazy. Yeah, but it's just funny looking back because that was the time as well where everyone, if I could go back in time, I would just say, don't pluck your eyebrows because everyone did it. And I look at pictures then and it's like a strip. It's like, what? why were we plucking off our eyebrows to draw them on? They were <laughs> yeah. there to begin with. And then they don't grow back ever the same again and they're ruined for the rest of your life. Jesus. And then, because then someone's like, oh my God, you have a, like, a hair on your chin. So then you take that out and then that grows back thicker. And it's, Before you know it, you're shaving. <laughs> <laughs> We've done from Kleenex to Gillette. Like, it's <laughs> unbelievable, the things in school, yeah. Was yours a mixed school? Yeah. Primary would, and secondary? Yeah. And it was still a short, it was still a small... Yeah, I, like, if I'd moved to the... If I'd moved to the all-girls school, it would have been bigger. But the reason, genuinely, that I picked the mixed school is because you had to wear a skirt in the girls' school. And I was such a tomboy growing up that I was like, I can't wear a skirt. Which is a terrible reason to pick a school, really. But in hindsight, honestly, it was the best decision. Because... <laughs> be all or end all. Not wearing a skirt. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. for sure. <laughs> Trousers are no deal. And But the thing was, as well, in our school, in the mixed school, it was so small that there was no real competitiveness in terms of if you wanted to be on the football team, 
you're on the football team because we need you. Whereas the girls' school in Kells, had I gone to it, like they were like all Ireland champs in football. I was like, I'm not even going to make the bench on that team. They're not even going to let me carry the water bottles out for them. Did you so play sports? I played, yeah, I played football and yeah. then soccer as well. So um, played a bit of camogie then for a bit. I was very, yeah, I was very sporty, and then I realised I'm lazy. And I just yeah. gave it up after the junior cert. I became such a nerd as well, uh, like focused on studies that I stopped playing sports. Did you studying. do well in school? <clears throat> oh yeah, I guess I did. I got. You guess uh, this that's a real like yeah, but I've done really <laughs> well. But I'm just not gonna glow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. How many points did you get? Five sixty. That's a lot. Yeah, is it? What six hundred is the max? Yeah, five sixty is a lot. Yeah. You could have been anything. Yeah, well, my dad was always like, would you not be a doctor or something? I was like, I faint of blood. It's not going yeah. yeah, to work. I'm the same. So I did a full year in media and then my parents were like, how's it going for you? Teaching, how about it? So I re-registered after doing a full year on the CAO. Okay. When the next batch of six years would be applying as well. And I got accepted for primary school teaching in St. Pat's. And I went back and was registered in second year in DIT and first year in Pats and went between the two colleges back what? and forth like an absolute lunatic and like as in I was going into the fucking freshers week in St. Pats and like oh you just have to do in your leave and I'm like no I'm after coming from a lecture there in DIT <laughs> and they're like Whoa, what is wrong what are you doing with your life it was a mess Jesus. it really definitely made me realise that teaching was not for me because I could not have done that like it's day in day out teaching the, like doing the same thing but th- the cool thing about going to that college was you know the guy on the tape test the Leonishka Koramuk he's a lecturer a quid B him <laughs> him the yeah. very man, he's a lecturer in St. Pat's because Is he? we were doing an Irish lecture and this voice, I was like, I know that man, I know that voice, why do I know it? And then, then it dawned on me. I always wondered like, who he was. See, them actually, the only ones I ever got right, okay, mm-hmm. was uh, the obvious ones. You know, like I'd say, blah, 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 Keenan and Kel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd see a photo with Keenan and Kel and yeah. they're like, yeah, there we go. Well, I remember Simpsons, studying that fuck. one. Les Simpsons (laughs) Futurama Oh there's Fry There you go That's that's the one But it would sound so Out of place It sounds like it's one of those things Where you know how they've replaced a word In a show because someone cursed And they said like Fex so they replaced it with fun It's like it doesn't When they use English In the tape test It sounds wrong It's like that episode of Anna Ted When go uh, I'll give you a clue you live there. <laughs> yeah. like state the obvious. Like just, I'll give it to you. Just go and fucking answer the question. I had my test. I pause it and and like literally give me like explain the question to me. Love that because I'm like I'm really I'm really. It felt so bad for me because I was struggling with it. This is the Irish Errol mm. uh, Junior well, cert. Yeah, it was really was bad as well. They were in the Leaving cert. But yeah, he had pause and he was like, "This is the question B." B2 or whatever it was like weird I was saying oh, I'm your pen pal who uh, <laughs> 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 <It's laughs> the fuck has pen pals it's That's, like yeah. ridiculous I, I loved those teachers though because again like they were or the even examiners I'm like yeah sound this is what it's all about because why do you have to be one of these strict feckers that why just do you give like, a fuck? come on it means nothing to why you why do you give a fuck you can see I'm trying here and yeah. I just have a notion like you get paid the exact same amount if you whip out the answers and just give them to me you still get paid mate yeah <laughs> because even in my oh I'm such a nerd I was that I was that one that would be asking for more paper. I am oh, that person. Really? I'm sorry, I can no never way. live it down. Yeah. That's okay. Would I you be the last person out of the exam? Yeah. Would you? I, I, I was writing to the very second. And then you revise your answers and everything. And yeah, so it wasn't really surprised that I was still a virgin throughout school. Like there wasn't really <laughs> any no time surprises for sex. there. No, no, we've got one thing on our mind. One of my uh, proudest moments in school was uh, when I got kept back to do... Did you ever get kept back and do lions? Did you ever get in trouble in school? You never got in yeah. trouble in school, did you? Once. Did you? Once. Yeah. Well, there has to be a story in that. Why did you get kept back? It was a weird one. I don't know. It was a weird one in primary school. Don't want to talk about it? It doesn't even make sense in the context <laughs> of anything. But it was one of those things where the teacher gave out to me and then... You know you're fine until everyone's like, yeah, right. And then I started bawling mm. crying. I was like, don't say Don't that. acknowledge my upsetness. Yeah. <laughs> no, but never actually got lines though. What, what were you getting lines for? I got loads so all the time. All the Every time. day. They shouldn't really be giving coke in school. I think that's a bit... 
They used to be called okay. s- yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are they giving kids lines for? Jesus They're lions Do them lions the there You know what I mean The attention span of a child is It's getting shorter and shorter Oh the story So the, basically there was this Did you have to do like Spelling tests Yeah We'd have yeah, that yeah, Every yeah. Friday there'd be a spelling test But yeah. before it You'd get given the words during the week And you have to put them into a sentence And this one week The word was gherkin Right no, so that's a tough one. That's a bloody tough one. There's a little H in there out of nowhere. There <laughs> is that? There is. Somewhere. You have oh, to find sorry. it. Changes yeah. every time. Gorkin. Like a hurricane. Eddie Gorkin. <laughs> but um, basically, uh, they would pick one student, one student we picked to read out their sentence on the Friday morning before we did the test. And we were all after bringing in our answers and basically someone copped that one of the lads had used the word in a sentence that made no sense and we were all like oh look at look at his answer everyone and we were like the pastor and the copy and the sent we were all like oh that's a really good one yeah that's a great sentence yeah I love that and the <laughs> sentence- <laughs> that's a really good sentence yeah, that's really good <laughs> the sentence was I was gherkin <laughs> what the f- I was gherkin when I heard the thunder <laughs> what I was gherkin when I heard what? the thunder it sounds like early AI came up with that with that sentence. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. What? But now, you know, I've I've bloody delved into this on multiple levels since being like, what was happening here? Yeah. I think maybe they thought it meant jerking, like as in moving. Oh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Jerking yeah. off, like. <laughs> maybe. Jerking off. <laughs> Jerk off. The thunder just does it for me. Whew, that thunder. Uh, but, um... I think that's what they thought it meant like they were shaking when they heard the thunder but anyway we were all hoping let the teacher pick him let the teacher pick him to read out his sentence and lo and behold he did right and he read it out teacher and definitely all, done that on purpose the teacher didn't have a didn't oh no know, right okay. but basically after he got to read it out we all burst out laughing and then the teacher held all of us back being like you should have told him that he had a wrong sentence and none you did mm. and I mean I'd so like, that's why you got that's what, yeah, oh, okay. we all got. So it was a group thing. It was a group okay. thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that we've learned from that, but all of us have just since told that story since that we still talk about to this day. So God, I'm going to start using gherkin as a verb yeah. for <laughs> an emotion. Like, you know, oh, I'm fucking gherkin, man. I'm fucking gherkin. I'm fucking gherkin, man, for some deep, man. <laughs> I'm gherkin out, man. I'm fucking gherkin out. Oh, man, I didn't get much sleep last night. I'm just so gherked. <laughs> Are you gherkin? I'm gherkin. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Oh, it's so good. It's it's used in such uh, a bad context. But I, I used to love that. I used to love getting the spellings. I was always really good at spelling and reading. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm bad. It. Loved it. I, I I don't even know how to spell gorgon now. No, I but I would have just wrote pickle. <laughs> just a pickle, yeah. same thing. Yeah. Mm. You see, that's the thing they don't teach you in school. Like, mm. as in, hey, that's one word, but there's another word that could mean the same thing. Tell me I'm wrong. Exactly. They can't say it wrong. I was pickled when I heard the thunder. It doesn't have the same ring to it though. It doesn't. Does it? No. That kind of works actually. <laughs> oh, I was pickled. Oh, I was very pickled last night when I had a few martinis. <laughs> you pickled. Mm, but we nice. do, we all... Do you like gorkins actually? <laughs> None of my people like yeah. get a gorkin. They're like, do you want them? I, yeah. I Get them off. Get them off that. I'm not one of those people I'd feel weird like I do like them but you know when you're with someone in McDonald's or something and they're like oh can I have yours oh, I, that weirds me out I don't know why I used to work at yeah. McDonald's and I'd take everyone's gorgons and put them yeah. all on the one burger would you? if you could get a box of gorgons I'd get them you're a big fan? yeah really? I like a gorgon yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's surprising I've never yeah. met someone who likes a gorgon I think they I like, people tolerate them oh, yeah. they I'm going a bit them. far saying I'd eat like mm. shit loads of them I wouldn't I'd have, <laughs> I'd have Amy's Gorkins I'll have my Gorkins and Amy's Gorkins would you? and then we all have a big Gorkin party <laughs> <laughs> and I'll yeah. be Gorkin on like <laughs> <laughs> it's a great word I'm sorry it is such a good word Jesus Christ yeah. Okay, so first of all, congratulations on No Worries If Not, uh, yeah, your very own sketch show with some, other, with some other With comedians. you guys in it? Well, we make a cameo. We are clapping for holding the mic. For <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> yes. Yay. Woo. Stick it in and post. Yeah. Stick it in and post. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so congratulations on that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you're ta- we were always at the watch party mm-hmm. uh, for the first episode that went down. Uh, which is the the show goes out every Thursday. Yeah, at ten thirty five on RT two. It's a, it's a late one. Nice, but I stay up one, for it. Yeah, it's uh, plugged in now. So, 
you thought that she was slagging you in the I didn't the even notice episode. it until you said you text me saying shots for it I was like shots for it <laughs> that's so funny because I, I was saying to you that's absolutely that's a dig at literally ourselves because yeah, I had done, done the Tato, Tato yeah that's what Michael I got from Michael Fry it. has done Tato and Hunky Dory stuff yeah, yeah. Sean Burke and has done Cheese and Tato stuff Emma Doran has too and so has Killian yeah which yeah so that was a dig at all of us in the uh, show I got that I got uh, that was how you yeah. said it it was it was so targeted was that time you were having yeah. you were having a go uh, I would never good lord no. I would, yeah because even there was there was times that I wouldn't say stuff in shows or things I'm like I don't want that to be misconstrued yeah so yeah I'd be, like that. I'd be like that, that yeah, yeah. you'd be thinking about someone told me that before and they're going to think I'm saying that about them completely are they done that in yeah. some situation before yeah completely it's, I get you yeah 100% so scary. putting anything online as well I find terrifying a lot of times I'm like oh my god is this gonna uh, out of context you know yeah. like it's, yeah. it's it's scary at times I get very scared that, but that wasn't a thing. I do. I'd be jerk, gherkin. Jerkin. <laughs> I'd be at when home. I get scared, I start jerking. Oh, I mean, gherkin. I'd be at home, gherkin. Just, I don't know where to post this or not. I'm so gherkin right now. <laughs> this episode is definitely going to be called gherkin. Surfing and gherkin. There used to be Postman Packers. Do you remember them? Yeah. I had to go up. I remember reaching a point where I was so obsessed because they took them out of circulation here. And I had to go up north to Sainsbury's to get them because I was obese as a kid. So obviously I was obsessed with crisps. And they were the best crisp. They're really good. They They had like a smoky bacon kind of taste. Again, they had two varieties there was smoky bacon and there was pickled onion. Oh, very nice. Do you remember the Barney crisps? And then they replaced them with the Burn the Big Blue House crisps. I know too much about this. No, the Big Blue House crisps was after your time, man. Bearing the Big Blue House, you, they're you fucking gorgeous. Bearing the Big Blue oh, House no. crisps, they're f- so they're they fucking gorgeous. So good. Le- really? I remember in secondary school, these people were bringing in Liga, eating Liga. I'm like, really? that's well ahead of your time, Rusk, but they are Rusks. divine. Are Rusks and Liga? The Heinz apple juice. <gasps> oh, Never stop. had that for kids. Like Heinz, like beans, spaghetti yeah. Heinz, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In an, as an apple juice. Mm. Yeah, but it's not with the stuff. With well, spaghetti in it? No, apple juice. <laughs> apple, the juice from an apple. I never heard of it. <laughs> of an apple? <laughs> no, I never had an apple it's before, rare, actually. It's a rare uh, delicacy. Do you now a... find that tough with oh, yeah. your kids' food? Do you be dipping in? Like, do you get them like the likes of Liga or stuff like that? Ah, yeah, but I don't eat them. Liga's not, it's just so bland. Everything's oh, like cardboard. Oh, mm. it's so good. Pizza in the it's oven, boom. No, you have to give them like baby food and stuff. Liga. No, give them a pizza. Oh, <laughs> you're putting, putting Liga on your pizza. I was like, well, I can take my Liga pizza. <laughs> There's something that hasn't been done. But the baby food, it's so weird feeding a child something that you would never eat yourself. Yeah. Like I'm holding the spoon and I'm and I'm about to put it into the baby's mouth and I'm like, oh, you are disgusting. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm like judging them for eating. Like, like, oh, how are you eating that? What is to, it like? Oh, no. it's, just it's just mashed up, mashed up and processed oh, food. Yeah. No, you don't even have to heat it up like you can. To, they might enjoy it a little bit more, but you could literally open a jar Stop. of the old food and just like scoop it out and give it to them and just be like, oh, how are you eating? Do, I definitely have, you know, a deeply rooted memory of something similar. Not on a consistent basis, but I definitely have a memory of that happening. I think it could have been with like, a steak or something that was... Steak? <laughs> God, oh, you were doing all right for yourself. <laughs> Very well. It's no wonder I was obese. Like, they were just shoving it into me. Uh, do you have a kids menu? Uh, yeah, yeah, we do, we do. We have, we have a kids menu. Is there steak on it? It's just saying I only like steak. Yeah. I'll have a surf and turf for the kids, please. <laughs> Charles portion, Charles portion. Do you want to start or just saying, yeah, just a pill pill prawn? <laughs> then bringing over an apple juice a bottle to test. She's like, yes, we'll take it to the table. This juice will do fine. a bit corked. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. But did you ever have I remember oh, I was the highlight as a kid at birthday parties you know and like I'd never be, invited what we, I used to hang around with a fella and we were little bollockses and we the parents just never liked us of any of our friends and they were like now when I feel like I'm talking over your story now but it doesn't no. matter you know when um, you'd know a friend's birthday is on that day mm. and everyone is going to their party in like Fort Lucan or something like that or the yeah. cinema, wherever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they just used to like leave us out and we just watched them going by in, in the cars. Like, oh. Then we just throw stones at windows. Dead right. Yeah. Throw stones at their window. It's terrible. That's atrocious. Do you, do you, do you know that feeling? Oh, I know that feeling yeah, yeah. so well. Yeah. I know that feeling so well. But it wouldn't even be as bl- blunt as yours. Yours is very blunt, but I'd be, I'd have experiences where all of my mates 
or the majority of them would get in the car and I'd be like, where are you going? Oh, we're going to, to yeah, Holmes yeah. to pick Winkles or something. I was like, oh, can I go with you? There's no space in the car. That's exactly it. That's exactly that And then feeling. you see them going off to have fun and you feel like there's nobody left in the area. Mm. Mm. Like the whole area has evacuated and you're just there. You know... Uh, There'll be always at least two though. What's the German kid in The Simpsons uh, when he gets the... When he gets the swimming pool and then it breaks and everyone leaves and he's left there. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. someone robs his jocks. Yeah. <laughs> he's just on his own there. That's 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 the feeling. That's like that feeling in school where you're picked last on the sports team or else you'd go over to play with kids and they'd be like, it's actually a five player game. And you're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. But then if someone else, if Jamie or someone else walked over, he can play the game. You know, you're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I love Jamie, by the way. But there's no dick at Jamie. He's great. Fucking Jamie. <laughs> Jamie can play. Jamie. Fuck's sake. With kids' parties with us, it was like... I I was born in January, so you couldn't have a bouncy castle. So that was heartbreaking. So did you ever go to like yeah, you mentioned Fort Lucan, but there's like indoor do you have like indoor Yeah, like the adventure? like a plex kind of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. Mm. Our one and since deceased and it was the best it died did it yeah. it's called the giraffe centre. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no, I was gonna actually call it giraffe oh centre. There was one in the Omni. You had a giraffe centre as well. Yeah. We talked about this maybe two episodes ago about the blue slide. The red, there's a red slide. Was I think red? that's Remember? Fort Lucan though. Is that the Coca-Cola red slide? In the giraffe centre in the Omni, there was a slide and it went straight down. Like a free fall. Like a free fall. Oh and it was, there was waves on it. So it like, yeah. kind of like the ocean. It looked like the yeah, ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one of those. Yeah. That was truly, that was like one year I was allowed. Because again, you kind of, as a kid, you forget. And as a parent now, you'll know the idea of like, well, I have to pay for all of these kids to go there and I have to watch them all day and pay for the luxury. It's mm. not a fun time for a parent. Yeah. But as a kid, you're like, best day ever. But for my birthday, they you have this like area you could go up in if you're having a party. And I was only ever, ever, ever allowed to have it once. And I was so excited. And they gave me a cape and a crown. And they do all those songs, you know, the Superman, yeah, brush yeah, your yeah. teeth. I think I do all the classics. Mm. And then there was one point where they have you on a table and they're giving out paper money everyone's eating and having the time of their life. Lovely. What the hell? Paper? Why was that a thing? Why did, that's great. That's Great stuff all, though. Yeah. You talk about paper money quite a bit. Yeah. That's <laughs> still one of them things so that make a scratch our head. Yeah. But I was on the inside of the table and I was, my friend Nicola was on the side and she was like, come over and sit beside me. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll come out. So I tried to go under the table but because I was obese I got stuck under the table right oh my and, god and the table was riveted into the ground you couldn't lift it and so there's a 20 minute video because they see it's a CCTV camera up on the top and they give you the video to bring home it's 20 minutes with everyone being moved out from the table <laughs> and the two god love them the two girls who are like 14 that are working there looking at each other in a panic state <laughs> like what do you, and then they're pulling the cape off of me down the back and opening that and, moving, and I'm just like lying here in it like just like why is this my life <laughs> and then my friend be like try and turn and I'm trying to like 360 around and I can't move I'm too round and, yeah, <laughs> and that is literally my birthday video. It's twenty minutes of Superman. Was the it song. your birthday? Yeah, you need oh, to post. Oh yeah, God. you need to post it. <laughs> I, a time lapse it, ah. It's <laughs> even it's, ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it is traumatizing. I have the VH, so it's a video I still have at home, so no I can way. record. I mean, I can record a part of it and put it online. But it's truly when I watch it, it's it's yeah, that's Brings a core memory. That's, How old would yeah, you have been? Eleven. It's my eleventh birthday. And it was just like, this is the one time I'm ever going to get here. And it was... Can an 11-year-old be obese? Like our kids? Of course. I was 11 yeah. stone when I was 11. I was 12 stone when I was 12. I went up every year by a stone. A stone for every year? Yeah. Just eating Jeez. like... Just eat Stafford. Uh, yeah, just eating. Like as in, I remember, I remember, you know, like the multi-packs of Milky Ways. I'd like have one of them in a day. Like I was... That's nothing. Really? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see me going. I mean, it's, it's nothing to me now. Really, yeah, no, but as, as a kid, that is a lot, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. again, it was... Was it a problem for you growing up? Don't want to get too heavy or emotional so you can yeah, drop totally. yeah, yeah. a line or that and whenever. But no. I'm just curious. Yeah, was it a problem for you growing up? Totally. Like, I mean, up until I was seven or eight, I was... I look back on pictures and I'm like a child like I'm slim like there's I don't know what happened in that space of time that I was just eating more and again that wasn't every day I was eating that yeah, many yeah. Milky Ways but like I do have memories of eating a lot of junk food um, but it like it reached a point that yeah like I remember a very sad memory of like going shopping because I'd always no one in my primary school ever made me feel different but I always felt it internally like no one ever made me feel like you're too big or anything like that there was none of that in primary school but I always felt like 
the odd one out. Uh, and my friend as well, Brian, would be the same. We were both like, we had each other in that sense because he was overweight as well as kids. And like we were like, we're in this together in a way. But as a girl, I was like, I'm the only one. I felt very much an outsider. And I remember going shopping once with my mom because I could never get clothes that would fit me. It'd be like, you know, age 15 to 16 and I'm a 10 year old getting that. And that, that gets into your head. But then there was one time that me and my mom went shopping and I got a 10 and I was 10. I was like, oh my God, yes, I'm a 10. And then she explained to me, it was like, no, that's a woman's size 10. And I was like, oh my God, I felt so, it was awful. Mm. It's so awful, that feeling. And then it just, when I went to secondary school, I got separated from my friends that then it became apparent of how different I was and then at an age as well where guys are starting to like oh we fancy the girls and it would always be a running joke of people being like oh jokingly saying oh you fancy Justine as though who in the right mind could ever fancy her because look at look at her look at the size of her and there was a lot of yeah bullying and jokes and stuff in first year that that's where then unfortunately then I developed eating disorders that I at the end of first year I just remember the exact moment getting on the bus getting off the bus home and deciding I'm going to lose weight. Like, that's absolutely the problem here. And if I lose it, people will like me because that's why they don't that whole summer. And I went back in, in September and I just remember the looks of horror from people. And I was expecting this to be the moment that mm. everyone would be like, oh, wow, people are going to talk to me and they're going to be able to make friends. And more than anything now, it was impossible because they were actually afraid of me, afraid of how I looked. It was... It was not the moment I wanted and it to be. That could be hard to deal with because like you're working, like not working, but like you're trying to reverse what you've done because you want to look better yeah. in yourself, and you thinking you look better, and then it's like oh shit, like no one. Yeah, but that was like that had gone to an extreme. Like I was anorexic at that point. Like that was yeah. far too much weight I've even lost. It wasn't healthy or right at all to be that way, um, and it was very very difficult to even try and start recovering from that. That. Took a turn. <laughs> so I, 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 I'm genuinely like I'm just kind of curious as well. Like so, that was in first year mm. into second year. Yeah. Then you, so then in second year, what what did you do then for second year? Did you just like? Try, oh, I was. Where was your head at then in second year? Were you trying? Were you trying to maintain it? Were you trying to prolong weight? Like what was your? Where was your head? You must have been so fucking confused because in the year before, and mm. you're so young mm. as well. In the year before, like you think you're too heavy, and now you think you're too, too skinny. I didn't think that though. That's the Did problem. With anorexia. Okay, that's I, anorexia. I yeah, didn't want to get better. Like I didn't see anything wrong. I still thought I looked so big in pictures, and I thought <gasps> it was the world against me in anorexia that I was like people were trying so to get me. So you still thought you were too big? Mm, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I truly was like. <laughs> and it was the worst experience of like obviously my family trying to help me and I think they're against me and I don't want to get help I don't want to go into hospital or do anything because in my head it's like they're trying to take this thing away from me and I feel like I'm in control but really anorexia was just controlling me and I had no life whatsoever with it it was it's it's terrifying to think back to how I was at that point like as, as in I'd get up at the hours I'd have to get up to start the exercise regime to start everything involved which I don't want to get into because I, I hate the idea of to some people that like they're thinking oh that might be a tip you could use like it's it's yeah yeah and mm. at that point it was such a toxic time online where there was this whole pro anorexia part of the internet where it would just be a forum of people encouraging other to cut more food to mm. do more extreme things to lose the weight but like that was a very long process of even starting to recover because I very much did not want to and I was brought in against my own decision to go to hospital to go to St. Pat's you know the adolescent unit for treatment for you went anorexia. so you went to, ho to hospital mm. for to treat the anorexia yeah when was that that was towards the tail end of the summer and then I was being kept in and then they were very conscious of they didn't they wanted to bring me back to school so that it wouldn't affect my routine and that I wouldn't have to skip a year as well which I in hindsight I'm like that was crazy to even be doing that like I remember going because I was so cold wearing like two pairs of gloves a jacket in like August September back to school where everyone is like in t-shirts and mm. I'm freezing cold because you have no body weight like you have no fat in you anymore to even retain heat I just remember being constantly cold um, and then it was brought back as an outpatient that I was going up to St. Pat's which was again this is the time where people could not say they were going to a therapist or getting that kind of help like it always had to be that I was going to a dentist because if kids knew that about you it would just further 
emphasize and yeah. exaggerate the bullying that mm. it was like oh there's something wrong with her head like because that was very much that it was this was still that time where it was a complete taboo to talk about anything like that yeah you know so it was it was very and again in that whole process because your body goes through such a state of malnutrition like all my hair fell out I'd get my hair cut short in second second year because it just falls out from pure like survival mode that it's stopping itself from growing to try and focus on the rest of your body and give energy to it so then that didn't help the bullying because now I have a boy's short haircut I look it was a yeah like it was a very long process to get in any way better when the did I mean are you better now like when did you when do you feel like the yeah. treatment started helping and when did you when do you feel like you kind of found what worked for you and what made you happy and it was a really tricky one because Isn't then it? in second year like it started to become that people were happy to see me eat and I clearly wasn't comfortable with it still so then that developed into bulimia where I was eating and then getting rid of food after because I still wasn't comfortable with eating it and like that mm. went on and off for the remainder of my secondary school years and then towards the leaving cert I really relapsed back into anorexia where I wasn't eating not because of thinking I just was so nervous that I was going to fail exams and stuff and I ended up back in hospital after collapsing again because oh I lost a lot of weight again and so then I went into second or into college rather and it was again the thing about secondary school is everyone at the end of the day like the people that bullied me bloody hell they're like people I'd run into now and I'd have all the time in the world for them I don't have any grudge towards yeah. me because I think at that time everyone's just trying to fit in and be liked and accepted and those kids were just trying to impress their friends by you know, bullying or like, you know, they were trying to impress people by doing that and fit in. And that's exactly what I was trying to do as well. I was just trying to fit in. And, you know, you think about secondary school, I spent all those years trying to fit in. And then you get to college and it's like, no one can be the same. Everyone has to have their own identity. And it's like, mother of God, I've spent all this time trying to fit in and be the same. And now it's like, you have to be your own separate person. And I struggled with that Mm. uh, for a long time because I didn't really feel I had my own real identity. And that's, I struggled a lot with, the eating disorder like bulimia and that during college and then oh god this is getting so dark but like do you not want it, to talk about no it like it's not it's just like, I'd like a, god I feel like this is a comedy podcast that I'm like yeah it's just all it's all good yeah because then it like it would have kind of progressed into like self-harm and things that I was doing just to cope with still not being fully sure who or what I was, or who I should be friends with, and how I looked, this whole distorted view of myself entirely in the world. And um, I kept it, it was manageable at that point. And uh, it then, you know, as, as time went on, I did end up um, trying to overdose. And uh, that was in the first attempt I had at that was my last year in college. It was either my third or fourth year. Um, and I remember, yeah, that was a very bad time as well because again this is a point where it really wasn't a thing that yeah. was all that much discussed and was kind of even when I think of people in college who actually knew what had happened probably one person that I could have trusted that my friends that knew that because again then I was back in a hospital and again I was just missing college without anyone knowing why and it wasn't even in my in my family even it was like not something that you really wanted people to know or that wouldn't have been told across the family you know that kind of because again it was just a different time uh, but then that kind of uh, subsided for a while and then I started a new job after college and again it, it always reared its head back up after a while and I remember going through an overdose attempt again and it was at that point that I'd been brought in hospital and they gave me this diagnosis of borderline personality disorder or emotionally unstable personality disorder it's also called BPD which, yeah, yeah which when I got it I'd never heard of the term before in my life I actually had never even yeah, I'd, I had no idea what this was because you'd hear terms like depression yeah. or, you know, eating disorders, but this term I'd never heard. And I remember looking up that evening after I left and um, I was like, the relief. I was like, everything made sense. It was like people who present themselves having had struggles with eating disorders, very little self-identity, struggle with self-image, struggle with relationships, very varying highs and lows and emotions all literally everything that was like if you have a few of these symptoms you might be I like ticked every single one that I was like this is me that it was actually a relief to get that diagnosis you're given you're given the the thing that you were worried about is like all put into one box then exactly and you can identify it and you're like okay so that's what was yeah because again I always thought I'm not curable here because this Mm. has gone on for so many years and clearly I'm one of those people that just can't help there's something wrong with me that no one else has and so this to me was a relief to be like I'm not the only one who has gone through all this varied 
yeah. range of things that it is actually a condition that is recognised. It was actually such a relief because, again, there's such a specific uh, method of getting therapy specific to people with BPD that helps them that I was like, finally, I can actually try and get the proper help mm. that I need tailored towards me. Uh, I, I went to a therapist because uh, I've been oh through a God. bunch of therapists. I'm, mm. I'm still trying to fucking figure my own head We're out. all yeah, trying to figure all out. Are, I've, been, like, I've been in the depths of it like yeah, as well with thing. depression and stuff like, you know. When you say like... I think it's at a point where I'm like managing it or trying to identify if I'm going into a bad period like I have mm. to do something I wouldn't say even with eating disorders I find it's very much it's manageable it's at a point now I I don't want that to be disheartened to people but I don't feel I'll ever fully recover well that's the thing with uh, the borderline mm. personality disorder as well and it's fantastic and great that you feel the sense of relief from it mm. but it's kind of terrifying for other people. Some people kind of get a shock and they're terrified because it's not something that you can cure, exactly. right? It's just something that you manage. can manage yeah. and, and treat. And that, that could be fucking scary news yeah. for, for other people to exactly. hear. But it's great that for you that you to feel... Ha- yeah. mm. Joe went to counselling and he was venting his problems mm. to the counsellor like, and wanted help. And uh, he t- t- says it better, but... Go on. <laughs> well, he had a, a, like a fucking. A, <laughs> he fell a fucking sleep. He, he was fell asleep. asleep. Your man fell asleep, and I was like, he was talking. He looked up, and he was asleep. I'm just uncomfortable. Talk. I've never talked about me emotions to a fucking therapist, and yeah. my my perception of all that. Like I'm bleeding. Not a bollocks talking about me emotions. Oh, shite, bleeding, stupid shit. But uh, I was like, oh okay, I'm gonna God. go through the process because it kind of came to a point where I needed to 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 try get help for it. Like mm. you know what I mean? Because. Whatever. When, when, I had an incident or whatever mm. and uh, so I was I went to one therapist who told me I had PTSD but they were too expensive so I mm-hmm. couldn't go back to them but they referred me to a therapist in Mountjoy Square but they weren't taking people because of COVID-19 they referred me to a place in Bowmount oh, but they they said that they'd only do counselling sessions over Zoom I'm like it's it's, yeah. like, it's bad enough. I don't even like fucking talking to people about this shit. Mm. So doing it over Zoom in the yeah. kitchen with the kids screaming in the sitting room, like, it doesn't make off. sense yeah. to do it over Zoom. Like it's eventually I got uh, I got to sit down with uh, me GP, not me GP, but in me GP's office there's like a therapist. It's like a health center. Mm. So there was a therapist in there, and I went in and uh, I was sitting there finally trying to open up and figure all this shit out, and like. I'm I'm looking down at my feet because I'm uncomfortable and I'm just clenching my hands and then I look up and I thought he was taking notes but he was because oh he was like God. this his head was down and I thought he was taking notes but I just kind of look at it close and I'm like is he asleep? Is Fast asleep. asleep Cloud nine and Tore a, dream There was a fucking uh, a trainee nurse over there I was like is he asleep? And then she's like yeah he's like Tony or whatever his name is like, like Tony and then he's like yeah, and then like, well, and tell me more about uh, oh so, so I'm like, oh, I'm like, it, ma- it makes the same absolutely pointless. That's the thing. And that stay in your memory, like that. Okay, that doesn't work because they're not fucking listening. Yeah, and yeah. that's the problem that I remember because again, starting out that uh, people are like, oh, you talk to therapists that cure everything. I remember going, it took me five people that I went through before mm. I could even feel that mm. I could actually open up to someone and that's so disheartening because you yeah. go into that first session you pour your heart out these are things that you've never talked to anyone about out loud and it you know you know in that moment I'm not going to be back here did they go back person. to the start yeah, yeah, yeah. with you yeah like it's like you t- when when you go into therapy you think I'm, they're going to solve my problems I'm going to tell them what's wrong with me mm. but they don't ask you that straight away no. I when I went it was just like um, where did you grow up? Yeah. Uh, who do you live at home with? And what was your childhood like? What was your, your well, family I think, like? I think all that's and, very relevant. But that's exactly mm-hmm. what it should be. Yeah. But I was so naive to the situation that I was like, I just want you to fucking get to the point. Like, um, yeah. my head's a bit messed up. Like, I need you to, yeah. like, get fix in it. There, fix like it. Like, what do you like, do? Like, like, get it going under the hood there. With yeah, the yeah, fix it. Like, yeah, but see, I think that's the misconception of people who've never gone that they think you go in and it's one and done. Yeah. You know, it's the same yeah. with antidepressants at a time where I was like everyone's saying about having depression that you know you get antidepressants it's going to cure you I went through three four different types never agreed with me never worked and I then in that instance felt like I can't be cured there's something wrong with me beyond mm. and that's really disheartening mm. they, they worked for me really I, I was on two courses um, one a g- good few years ago probably when I was like 23 or something like that and then another course like two years ago would have been yeah well, no, no, less, maybe less a, a year, a year ago, a year ago. Yeah. and uh, I feel 
I feel good now, like, you know, and I'm off them, like, six That's months, or s- eight months, maybe, or didn't may- do, maybe didn't a year, full, full year. Didn't no. do it, yeah, so I was on the same meds as, as, as Darren and didn't do anything for me, and then I was just, like, jo- I'm trying to figure shit out myself, and I'm fucking buying shit off the yeah. internet, trying yeah. to... Trying to find out what what works for me, like. Yeah. But even from say, and I wouldn't even realize what these were at the time when I was fourteen. Like I was on Prozac all throughout mm. secondary school. And I didn't even know what that meant. And I remember, like, <laughs> towards the tail end of secondary school, Google realized, like, oh my god! Like as in at that point, they were just giving me. I had no idea. It's so you strange. Prozac at fourteen. Mm. After all, and that was all through secondary school. Then. Wow. Did the, but I never. I was miserable at school, <laughs> like yeah. it, you know. And then I tried different ones in surgery, and different ones that have never mm. agreed with me or had any effect. That again, it, it's it really does, and that's the thing that I find really hard when people ask you your advice with your mental health because it's your journey. Like it's it, only it's only your well, that's the thing, history like, with it that you can't help someone. Like you can help someone by talking and saying that you've been through it and blah blah blah. We can't like pinpoint what their issue is. Well, the thing is, it's like you can't. I can't say to them don't take antidepressants because they work for some people they don't work yeah, for yeah, others exactly. and like say when I would have been going through this and asked someone for advice they'd be like antidepressants help and actually that disheartened me more because I took them and it didn't help mm. so I think it can be disheartening for some people if they ask for your advice and what you say to them doesn't work for them and that's the thing that I would always just say to people is like your own experience is so unique and what works for you truly may not work for someone else and vice versa and so absolutely I can tell you what worked for me but at the end of the day you have to go and try different things yourself to figure out mm. what will or won't work for you. But again, and it can be so disheartening with therapists. I remember going to one and they were like, found out I do comedy, like, you're a comedian now, you go and tell us a joke. I'm like, oh, I'm not really, not really in the mood for telling a joke. I'm crying. And they're like, but I asked you to. I'm like, is this a test now? What? Yeah, and they're like, well, it's your decision now if you're going to tell me a joke or not. What? Like, what is happening? And then they kept looking at the bloody clock. And then they kept, like, I'd be in the middle of the story. They'd be like, what time is it now? I'm like, oh my God. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that experience again that you're just like, like what? The disinterest is what's it's crazy. disgusting. It's just like, I'm, this is uncomfortable. I don't even want to be here in the first no. place. You're just making me want to be here less. Like, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck? Oh, it's so... Yeah. <sighs> But then, because do you know what it feels like? Are you ever over at a friend's house and and like they live or something, and you're just sitting downstairs with the parents? Oh, and it's yeah. just like so. Uh, <laughs> you do comedy, do you? And you're like, yeah. It's the whole process of coming into the house yeah. and standing in the hall and not going yeah. into the sitting room until someone oh. says, uh, "You can sit down. You can come in if you want." Like, oh. and then you're in there, but just standing in the sitting room as well. <laughs> like, you can sit down, you know, and then you're sitting down, and then we're yeah. only sitting at the edge. You can sit back if you want. <laughs> like, okay, I'll just do what you tell me. Do you sit back? Oh yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. It really is. Yeah. But yeah, doing all right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah again, I, obviously, you notice points where I'd love to have proper access to getting DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy, which is specific for people with BBD. But it's so. What's that now? It's kind of similar to CBT, but it it is just part of it is that you're given a team because they realise people wish it's very difficult for one counsellor to be left just managing you, that you have access to them 24-7, that you can contact them if you're having a really bad period during the night or anything like that, that you always have a team kind of accessible to you. But this is what I'm talking about, this HSE or these schemes whereby there's such a long witness on it because it's such a demanding thing or like it's so intense, intensive for a full team to be involved in with that one patient. Could just do a pay partnership with them and then get real yeah. quick. So I'll, get, I'll, I'll give you a shout out on my Instagram. <laughs> if they you start me head out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, come in next week. <laughs> Justine, uh, we do this thing with all of our guests. Whenever we have guests on the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to create a universe of Dublin super. Heroes or Ireland or their superheroes. Basically, we're Nick Fury yeah. and we're coming to yes. you to say, I'm building a team. Oh my God, I love it. So I you mean, have to have a, a superhero name and a superpower. Oh, right. Superhero power off the top of my head. I'm just thinking of what is something that the world needs and would want as part of this team that someone can offer. And I think, I think I'd love the ability to be able to take away a hangover. 
Ooh, I think that's a strong one that I think cr- a lot of people. That's really good. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty, just the instant cure. Were you up all night thinking about this answer? Honestly, you <laughs> jumped it on me earlier. Yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't prepare it. And they're like, okay, now I need to think of something that's useful to prepare. So I think that would be it. And also then the ability to, like, is this a good thing or a bad thing, though, to be able to, like, remember everything from the night before? Maybe there's yeah. some things you don't want to remember, but I actually you think... You can only have one power. I think that's the brain protecting itself. Oh, yeah. Is it, you, yeah, you don't... Yeah. Ooh, let's, let's get rid of that memory. There's a reason why you're black, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think the ability to take away a hangover... That's really be, good. Yeah. Because you could all go on the piss after defeating some big robot. Right. Or, like, yeah. some thing from another planet. Mm. And, and you just go, do you know what? No hangovers in the morning. Here you go. Sprinkle some dust or whatever you do. Maybe you just go, uh, no, you don't have a hangover. And then it's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. and yeah. we're all fresh. And we're all at it again. Is yeah. that how you do it? Is that how you cure it? Yeah, she just goes, because I kind of imagined it like, <laughs> I imagined it like your man from the Green Mile. Where he you sucks kinda, it out, yeah, you, like where with you, the where fucking. You just hold people's head and you go, ah, open your mouth, and then it, all the bees come, all the hangover Over, bees yeah. come out of my, my head into yeah. it. But then you have to, then I have to you have to be a bit hung out, yeah, because yeah, oh yeah, because that. that'd be the downfall that you have to take everyone's hangover. Oh, that's a lot to take on. That's not a superpower. That's I, no, a that's fucking, a hindrance. Yeah, that's a with great power comes, comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Just yeah. in. do you know who said that before? Who? Spider Man's uncle, Uncle Ben. It wasn't a part of this for licensing reasons. Yeah, of course. Uncle Ben's Mexican rice at that. Bloody hell. More importantly, what's your superhero name? Oh, that's a tricky one now because obviously you know me and I love a good pun. And I'm trying to think now in terms of the cure, there's definitely a pun there. But like the first thing that came to my mind was just G.I. Joe Dolan because I love Joe Dolan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You just, yeah, you give people, you get rid of the hangover, you give them a few cans and you just start playing Joe Dolan. (laughs) I go on the sesh again. (laughs) That's how I cure the hangover. I sing a bit of Joe Dolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. I like that. We're building a team here. Hair of the bog instead of hair of the dog. What? <laughs> when you're trying to get rid of a hangover, <laughs> yeah. you have another hair. point, yeah, and that's called hair of the dog. <laughs> What's it's the hair of the cure. dog going to do? You're for, but I don't know. You're from the country, <gasps> and you're like, I'm, I'm the, the hair of the hair of the, the dog, dog, but I'm the hair of I'm the dog. I'm not going to get fellas with that name, though, am I? No. Someone here's but you're a superhero. You don't need them. You're using your superpower to pull fellas. Is that what's going on? If there's a like, if there's one that I'm like, I have to shift you to get rid of the hangover. I'm going to do that. You're like, is this how your superpower? So that's how your superpower works. No, no, not all the time. If if there's someone that I'm fancy, you're like, I have to do it. This is how it works. Oh, you hung over. But do you want to kiss a fella that's hungover? Do you probably taste like kebabs? Yeah. See, I'm weird. And I always have enjoyed the taste of like drink or smokes on someone's breath. Really? I'm a weirdo, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm a complete freak. Yeah. Really? That is <laughs> so weird. No, it's not right. It's actually not right. That's probably the biggest issue in my life. That's probably the worst. I love the life. smell of major. <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke. It makes no sense whatsoever. Like. Jesus Christ. You just smell an ashtray and like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh That's my yeah. God. That's just yeah, it's not ideal, isn't it? But it is what it is. And I am who I am. So. <laughs> Darren can never look at me seriously again oh after God. this. <laughs> yeah. Even yesterday I was walking through town and I, wa- I haven't drank in a while and I, the smell of it was so stuffy. I have an issue. There's something deeply wrong with me. Oh, and Nothing wrong with it. Do you not like fresh breath? No, I do, of course. But there's something, I don't know what it is. It's the combination of the two on someone's breath on a night out. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Are you just saying no. this for content that you actually like no, the taste? It's true, because I, I remember being with Graham and Nathan and we were talking about our first shift and they were going on about, oh, you know what I hate? And they were going on about it and I was like, they're like, I said it and they're like, that you're you're joking, that's not it. I'm like, no, that truly is a thing. What about like morning breath? Do you ever kiss someone in oh, the morning? Oh, that's like, different. With morning, if like, you're going out with someone and it's someone you're with, I love that. The same way I love the smell of someone's sweat or something like that when it's someone that you're actually with. <laughs> <laughs> Amy would bait me around the gaff on the Lynx can if I was went. <laughs> you know, to, to a point, yeah. But you know that first time you wake up in the morning and like, oh, that's their smell. I'm like, that's them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Justine, you are a deadly. fucking Brilliant. weirdo. It's gas. <laughs> Just freak Stafford or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, there you go. <laughs> Okie dokie, we leave it there, so. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> I am going to die alone. It's fine. I've accepted it. I am. I have a few cats. <laughs> a dog. A dog, maybe. Yeah. I'll be Grant. Yeah. Be fine. Dog's breath smells like kebab sometimes. Oh my God. No, I love the smell of a wet dog. Oh, I love that smell. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Sorry, it's a, like cute smell. Like it's like oh, it's cutie. Like, it's a musty type damp, of damp, damp fucking. Yeah, you know after you rub a dog and then you smell your hand. I'm like I love. Do that. you like the smell of a worn runner? <laughs> <laughs> not like the inside of a runner. Smells and see if I like them or not. No, I wouldn't be gone on that now. Feet. I hate the smell of feet. Jesus, that's awful. That's yeah. fucking just as Run. bad as smokes it's and drinking. Pretty, yeah, it's up someone's there. breath. No, like. that's that's wrong. No, that's where I draw the line. A fee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm putting my foot down. Hey. hey, you got one in. Got one in. There we go. Fantastic. Yeah. See you now. Ooh, well, that so. was a roller coaster. I think Roland Keaton would say it himself. Yeah. That was a bloody roller coaster. Life is one. Um, I hope. I hope somebody listens to this and and gets something from it. And I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure they will. Hopefully. You had an inspiration just then. I know. Go that far. You know. I know. Would you look quit? what you you've achieved from <laughs> from everything you've. Being true in school yeah. to now is yeah. amazing. Mad, isn't it? What would you say to... Is this a corny question? What would, what you, would say you say to, your... to that young girl doing her junior cert? Jesus, don't pluck your eyebrows. Please, <laughs> don't. Stop putting it's tissues not... down your Yeah, top. take them out. You are not fooling <laughs> anybody. No. <laughs> anybody. Come on, Jesus Christ. I look at the two boys, me uncleless, and I'm like, they're going to be heartbroken in a few mm. years. Like, girls are going to break their hearts and they're going to be so sad. And they're going to be revolting against, rebelling against us. And mm. shut yeah. up, die. You don't understand. I fucking love her, I do. <laughs> and I'm it's like, sitting up, shut up, yeah, yeah. the third Sitting upstairs yeah. watching 80s uh, it's, rom-coms. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. funny though, when I look back at like, you know, like your first little heartbreak when you're like 15 and you're like, my world is over. Nothing yeah. is worth it. And I'm like, I laugh at that now. And like, it's, I remember even little cousins coming to me about, you know, relationship problems when they're that age. And I'm like, trust me in a few years you're going to look back on this and laugh and since that they've grown up and be like yeah that, what was I like I'm like I know right but in, in that time you think it is the end of the world I know my mum used to just like hear me upstairs I'd say I'd say she heard me I, just, I used to just like that Boy, did she leave me? She was the one. Leave it in the boy crowd. One day, it's like, I'll never get that day back, and I don't know no. what I learned that day, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it was oh, irrelevant. Scary. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. even your class. Yeah, no. no. It was fourth class. I was in sixth class. I was oh, in sixth year. Making your communion out. again. Like, like Billy Madison. <laughs> Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast proudly sponsored by Smittix. Do you want to go for a point, Ada? I'll go for yes, a point. I love Smittix. Yeah. I'm a Smittix t-shirt. You know this. Yeah. I Justin loves Smittix. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> I've but gone to the museum. I've done the tour. I'm really? tired. Yeah, I've but like points. Did you do this though? Did you visit drinkaware.ie to know all about responsible drinking? Absolute pro. He's good, isn't he? That's yeah. pro level right That's there. That's why he's on the big books. What a segue. What a smooth operator. <laughs> oh, the mic, mic drop. drop. There you go. Mic drop. Gonna pay for that. <laughs> <laughs>